0: Okay, uh, here we go with another episode of Domain Query. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Um, longtime reader in front of the blog, uh, Kapios, had an interesting question, or a couple of questions, actually, to ask with relation to uh, a post that I did um, recently called The Focused Mind. And his question in the comments, uh, well, uh, his comment was... Um, Lately my mind has been preoccupied by thoughts on boredom. I had my head in a cloud for years about the lie that I have to feel like doing something before doing it or the usual follow your passion advice. I'm not about to advocate working for a soul-sucking finance job, but finding work or starting a business that has two to three exciting aspects about it and another 10 boring tasks that you have to go through is the norm. I have to admit, I just started to make serious abstinence from the vices that you mentioned, and I feel better. I have not fully integrated that belief in my mind yet, so I was wondering, what would be your advice on propelling yourself towards a desirable belief, an outcome, once you start cutting off the anchors that hold you back? Uh, That's the first question. Second question. As a general rule, isn't it true that passion is cultivated and not something that you already have, with maybe a few exceptions around the world. There are three parts to this. Um, Firstly, thank you as always to Kapios and to anyone else who asks such questions uh, for coming to me. Uh, I will do my best to answer these with the well-known proviso that uh, anyone who thinks that I am a role model for anything uh, needs to get his head examined because uh, I am, by just about every conceivable measure, a dismal failure. Um, and anyone who looks to me as an authoritative uh, sort of well as an authority on what it means to be successful um, needs to look to somebody else Uh, I am I am not that guy I can only tell you what doesn't work and in my limited experience what does work and remember that comes from somebody who has failed at literally everything he's ever tried just about um, except maybe blogging and traveling and uh, that's about it Um, so with respect to this idea of um, of propelling yourself towards a desirable belief and outcome uh, once you start getting rid of dead weight that always comes from discipline everything in your life that is worthy of achievement comes from having discipline uh, and discipline does mean routine and that scares a lot of people a lot of uh, most people hate the idea of being tied down to a particular routine because routine is boring routine is um, is it's the it's literally the same thing every single day and most people hate that most people hate being around people who are like that but you know what the people who are the most successful in life Tend to be the ones with very clearly structured routines. Why is that? Because once you have a structure around which to base your life, uh, you have the core elements of a strategy and you have, you have a clear direction. The problem with just making things up as you go along is that you're constantly in reactive mode. You're constantly, um, working against your environment rather than working for your goal. Uh, people who are successful are those who impose their will on reality. And the way you impose your will on reality is by having a structure, having a, a very clear uh, set of tasks and objectives that you know you need to get done before you can move on to the next thing. Now, there is a danger, obviously, of being completely inflexible if you adopt this approach and it is a danger but most people have the discernment and the sense to know that um, when they have they know when they've gone too far in the wrong direction they, they become too rigid and too disciplined uh, I don't have that I, I, I do have a problem here where in my case I tend to get so obsessed with the routine that um, it's very difficult for me to deviate from that and that has caused me no end of grief um, in personal relationships, in professional advancement, in um, in almost every aspect of my life that has caused huge problems for me personally. But most people don't have this issue. Uh, most people are much more spontaneous and much more carefree than I am and they need the opposite approach to what I need. They need the structure. They need the checklist. So how do you um, propel yourself toward a desirable belief and outcome? Uh, you start by asking yourself, what is the one thing I need to do today that I really don't want to do and I don't have to do today? What is that one thing? Do that thing. You can put it off to another day because you don't want to do it. You can put it off and say, "Ah, I don't feel like doing it now. I'll do it some other time. Stop making excuses and just do that one thing. And the moment you've done that one thing, the rest of your day automatically becomes vastly easier. The moment you take care of that one thing at the time that is optimal to you is the moment that you have freed your mind up for more pleasurable and more interesting activities i'll give you a very concrete example um right now i have to go look at getting a new phone uh i don't want to do it because you know i mean i just I, i have a mental block on looking at stuff like this and most people are the exact opposite they're like i i have i can i have the opportunity to buy a shiny new object um I am like, ugh, I don't want to do this, but I need to do it because my phone is a couple of years old, and it's re- more than a couple of years old now. Actually, it's really showing its age. It was a, um, it was, it was a very much a uh, lower middle end of, of the range when when I bought it, and that was deliberate. I mean, I didn't need anything fancy, but now with technology changes coming up, you know, it's time to replace it. Uh, So that means I have to do a lot of work and a lot of research and go and find a new phone uh, and and do a lot of looking into things. Uh, Now, I could keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, and that would be fine. I I could do things that are more interesting to me, like watching YouTube videos or uh, writing blog posts or fooling around with Divi layouts on my various sites or... You know, reading books. There are dozens of other things that I could be doing instead of this, instead of spending two to three hours just looking at that. Um, But it's a task that has to be done. It's not fun. It's not pleasant. It just has to get done. Once it's done, I will have the mental capacity freed up to concentrate on what I actually want to do. In the same way, if you have um, uh, a business that you're trying to run, the reality of entrepreneurship is that if you're trying to start up your own business and and get things going in this world, um, it's not really a particularly sexy or fun field of endeavor. It's actually very hard work. You have a lot of work to do and nobody's there to hold your hand. Nobody's there to tell you, this is what you need to do, now go do it. You're on your own. You have to find the motivation from within to do what you need to do. So... You have to make a checklist of things to do. Let's say you want to start up a website that makes money off of affiliate marketing. Okay, first you have to find your niche. Then you have to find your um, set of articles that you're going to write. You have to concentrate on what kind of articles you're going to write. Then you have to go get yourself some internet hosting. Then you Well, at first you have to register a domain name. So you have to think through that. Then you have to go get yourself internet hosting. Then you have to go get yourself a theme package. Then you have to go build your site. Then you have to uh, go find affiliates and link to their affiliate programs and, and and figure out how to put those affiliate programs into your site. Then you have to start writing. Then you have to uh, get an audience. Then you have to get a mailing list assembled. If you keep letting all of that expand outwards, you're going to end up with such a huge mess that your mind isn't going to be able to handle it. So my advice is to uh, incorporate a strategy that I learned 15 years ago and it comes down to a very simple philosophical point how do you eat an elephant one piece at a time so what you do is you take that problem and you break it down into very small tasks and none of these tasks are things that you really want to do you do one of them every single day once you Uh, inculcate that habit of discipline, you will very quickly find that you have accomplished much more than you thought possible in a much shorter time than you thought possible. Because you've concentrated on getting all the mundane, boring aspects of the stuff, of, of the project done, and now you can concentrate on the interesting stuff, the stuff that really motivates you. All the background stuff, all the infrastructure stuff, all of the Uh, or the the, the junk that just has to get done. Well, it's already done. Now you can go concentrate on building something. And that's where the fun really lies. The same applies to uh, weightlifting or bodybuilding or martial arts. Uh, I'm not a bodybuilder, I'm a powerlifter. Um, As far as I'm concerned, the only way to make progress is uh, through discipline. So when it comes to lifting heavy things, How do you get strong and how do you get fit? Well, it's really simple. Everybody tries to overcomplicate the issue of fitness and it's just not necessary. I don't care which workout program you choose as long as it's not CrossFit. They all get results. They all work because they all come down to the same basic principles. Number one, progressive overload. Number two, consistency. That's it. End of story. You know, period, dot, full stop. It's over. That's all you need to do. Do more reps or add more weight or both. Okay? Every time you go to the gym. And go to the gym. That's it. End of discussion. That's how you get strong and fit. That's all there is to it. If you throw 10 punches one day, throw 11 punches the next day. Throw 12 punches the day after that. Throw 13 punches the day after that. And so on and so forth. That's how you get good at anything. You just do it over and over and over again. Now, um, as for how uh, I would go about um, inculcating discipline, well, uh, I can share the tips that work for me, and these are the tips that most, uh, I think, highly disciplined people would agree with. Number one, uh, make sure that you set a particular wake-up time. Uh, Jocko Willink uh, is I think the master on this uh, He's the author of extreme Ownership. and I haven't read it yet. Um, I'm a, I, I like Jocko's work a lot. I think he's an amazing guy uh, with an amazing persona. I love watching his videos because they're so motivational. you just you, you come out of those videos after after listening to him speak and you just think wow you know I could bend steel bars with my hands now because he has that, that, that forceful charisma that, you, that everyone's looking for. Uh, number one, wake up early. If you're the type that doesn't like to wake up early, and I know a couple of people like that, they cannot wake up, they just physically cannot wake up before 11 a.m., um, don't. Uh, wake up at 11, but then make sure that you go to sleep at 2 or 3. Make sure you get enough sleep, and make sure that you are really, um uncompromising about setting aside a specific amount of time when nobody bothers you and anyone who comes to talk to you or tries to disturb you uh, gets BTFO'd really fast. So set aside that time and make sure it is sacrosanct. Under no circumstances should anyone be allowed to bother you, including your wife or girlfriend or whatever. Uh, I don't care. If it's your kids, okay, there's an exception to be made there and little children are they need a lot of care and watering and attention. But overall, there must be time for you as a man that is completely sacred. And that is the time where you get work done. Um, number two, make a list of things that you have to get done and hold yourself accountable to it. Make a checklist. Uh, I mentioned earlier finding the one or two things that you really need to get done. The one thing that you really need to, uh, you 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 know you need to do, but you don't want to do it, and it doesn't have to be done immediately, um, my advice is to make a list of one thing that you want to do, uh, one thing every day that you don't want to do and doesn't need to be done, and then add two or three more that are um, necessary, but of lower, of, of higher, I should say, of higher priority. So, the you basically invert your priorities. The top thing that you do in your day is the one thing that you don't want to do and you don't need to do. That's your top priority for the day. The next two or three things in that list are things that you know you kind of need to do, but you don't have to do them immediately. So do those. Then get to your high-priority items. Because then... These are the things that will motivate you throughout the day. Get to the stuff that is actually fun. If you are disciplined about this, if you are waking up at a particular time and you're following a particular routine and a particular habit, um, you're going to find that it is much easier to get things done. Uh, I will. Here's here's my idea of the ideal routine. Okay, And I'm not saying I stick to this because I don't. But this is how I have tried to spend my time for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I will wake up, Around about let's say seven or eight, um, I you know will go to sleep around uh, 11, 30, 12, uh, thereabouts. And I wish I was going to sleep earlier, but you know because of my circumstances, I can't go to a gym just now. I'm not injured or anything. I just can't go to a gym uh, for the next for the next couple of days um, <clears throat> because they're closed or I don't have access to them. But basically, uh, I wake up, I open up my laptop, I check my emails, I check my news feeds. I spend about two hours um, surfing and, and catching up on things and being aware of the world around me, and then I start to write. I have two cups of coffee in the morning. Um, I usually skip breakfast. Uh, when I'm by myself, when I'm completely by myself and traveling by myself, I usually don't eat breakfast. Um, most of you may or may not like that idea, but I find that it works for me. Uh, Then before I uh, do anything else, there'll there'll come a point in my day where I'm like, okay, time to get cleaned up. At that point, I will try to read the Bible for about 10 to 15 minutes to get my head in the right place. And I usually concentrate on the New Testament, but uh, I like reading parts of the Old Testament from time to time. Because remember that the New Testament is the completion of the Old and Jesus is the living Word of God, the Bible is the record of that living Word of God. So everything in the Bible points to Jesus. Uh, After that, I will pray for about five to ten minutes um, in quiet and privacy, and then I will go shave, uh, brush my teeth, shower, etc., get changed. I'll come back and carry on working with all of my tasks that I have for the day. By about 1 p.m., I'll eat lunch uh, or brunch, really, and it'll be a fairly substantial meal because I won't have eaten for about uh, 14 hours. That's in- intermittent fasting. And for some people, it works. For others, it doesn't. Today, for instance, I got hungry in the morning, so I, I ate something. Uh, I ate a pretty big meal, in fact. So I space out my meals for the rest of the day. And then in the evening, uh, I will read a book for about 30 minutes. I will, later on in the evening, around about 7 or 8 p.m., I will try to get some exercise, whether it means doing bodyweight workouts if I'm stuck without a gym, which I hate. I hate doing bodyweight workouts, but I do them anyway. Uh, or I will go to the gym and work out for a solid hour, um, sometimes an hour and a half, uh, just lifting heavy weights or doing uh, uh, bag work Uh, hitting a heavy bag. So that's how you create discipline. I'll come back, I'll eat, um, I'll relax for a while, and I'll go to sleep. It's a pretty boring life, and I don't pretend that it's fun necessarily, but it is a lifestyle that will get things done. When you want to get things done, that's how you go about it. As, uh, so I hope that, that answers, uh, the first question. How do you, uh, what is your advice on propelling yourself towards a de- desirable belief and outcome? You create discipline. And to create discipline, you create routine and structure. And without routine and structure, you can never achieve, um, that desirable belief and outcome. This is true for all great men, uh, that I have ever known. Every single one has always had a disciplined approach to life and has always tried to get things done in a particular order. Women don't like this. They, they have a very hard time acting like this. Discipline for women is much harder than it is for men. Um, there is a point of view, which I've heard many times, that women are basically just overgrown children. And from what I've seen and observed, that's generally true. They are overgrown children. They panic over small things, and they have a very hard time being disciplined and sticking to a plan. Um, that said, my advice to all of you is to leave some room for flexibility. It, the, the, the sort of routine that I described to you is very boring. If you don't vary things around enough a little bit, you're going to get stuck and you're going to become a very boring person. So be sure to leave yourself some flexibility, uh, allow yourself to do spontaneous things. And when You feel as though you're just too bogged down in the minutiae, too wrapped up in the details, not having any fun at all. Drop it and walk away. Go for a walk, go outside, listen to some music, go to a concert, you know, take a train to the park or just walk to the park, uh, play with some dogs, um, you know, visit your neighbor's kids, anything. Get some human interaction, but don't stay where you are. Do something else. Uh, as for the second question, as a general rule, isn't it true that passion is cultivated and not something you already have, with maybe a few exceptions around the world? Yeah, that's true. That's the truth. Uh, passions, there's a great video by Mike Rowe on, um, I think, Prager University. And he talks about opportunities, not passions. Uh, you should follow the opportunities that are presented to you and from those you will gain your passions in life. Your passions in life will not pay the bills and you will often find that what you thought you enjoyed, you actually don't. You really don't enjoy it. So uh, don't fall for the easy lures of money and fame uh, and wealth. Instead, commit yourself to what is good, beautiful and true. Focus on that, and what you love will come through from that. Because once you focus on what is true, and you orient yourself toward doing things that are true, you will immediately find that your worldview matches with reality. And therefore, you can impose your will upon reality much more easily. So if you want to influence people, and you focus on telling the truth, you're going to find that people will come to you. And you may well find that you have a passion for doing something that you didn't know you had before. And you can cultivate that. You can build upon it. Um, My martial arts teacher in the US, uh, Grandmaster Ron Mizrahi, uh, literally Israeli ex-paratrooper, hard-ass martial artist. Uh, has done martial arts his whole life. From the day, from pretty much the time he was six years old to today where he's 55, 57 I think maybe. Something like that. No, he's not that old. 54. Um, he has done martial arts every single day for the last 50 years. That's how long he's been involved in this. For him, it's his whole life. That's everything he is, everything he does. From the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to sleep, it's his it's it's his passion in life. But if he uh, had not cultivated it, if if he had not been introduced to it by his dad, who was one of Emil Lichtenfeld's original students in Israel, then he never would have grown into the man he is today. And if he had not supplemented his training with significant amounts of training in Henso Gracie BJJ and Muay Thai for five years and Aikido and Karate and, you know, multiple other martial arts styles, he would not be the martial artist that he is today, which is basically the equivalent of a 10th Dan Grandmaster. Um, he is one of the world's most respected martial artists outside of MMA. Uh, and the only reason he isn't in MMA today is because by the time the UFC came along he was just too old to participate uh, if he had been able to fight as a you know a man of 25 30 or 25 really at the at the time I think he would have been tearing things up like he is it's it's scary how good he is at martial arts um, it's frightening how much he loves to fight Uh so when, when a man like that has cultivated his, his skills and his passions to the degree that he has, uh, he becomes extremely dangerous. And that's exactly what my teacher is. He is one of the most dangerous men I've ever seen. And yet he's also one of the kindest, nicest, if, you know, kind of very blunt and direct people that I know. He is, he he is the man that I respect the most on this earth after my own father. Um, that's how highly I regard him. And the reason he got there is because he cultivated something amazing um, out of his life. Because his dad introduced him to it at the age of six or seven, uh, simply because he could shoot. He, he, he told me that story a long time ago. He told me, well, not me personally, he told a bunch of us. Um, that the reason his dad brought him to study martial arts was just because uh, he couldn't shoot worth a damn, which I think is hilarious because uh, the man is an actual combat veteran. So anyway, um, that's it uh, from me for the time being. Uh, the answer to the questions, the answers to the questions are number one: inculcate, cultivate, discipline, create a routine and a schedule, and stick to it. Uh, and create habits, create strong habits that are focused on what is true. And number two, passions are cultivated from things that you learn and experience in your life and uh, you have to really apply yourself to them. It's not something that just springs out of you. Uh, It's not something that just comes out of you immediately. It's something that you have to build towards. It's something that you have to develop. So. Uh, That's it. I hope you have found this informative and uh, useful. Uh, As always, uh, like, comment, and subscribe and share. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the blog. Make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud. And I will see you on the upcoming uh, podcast for Sunday.